0: It is the last Friday of March. Reminder, drink water. You should be doing that shit every single day, but drink water so you will have less of these spasms and spasticity. Give me something to celebrate and recharge my shit, Professor Kendrick. Yo, it is Crayola Crayon Day on the last Friday of March. So if you're feeling underwater and everything and you just struggling to get yourself together, try coloring something. Get those crayons, get the map pencils, and just old school color something like we did when we were kids. Y'all know we all used to like coloring. King's News is whatever made you stop scrolling through your phone or made you laugh out loud today. My wife got me watching The Other Way. Now, I'm big on the TLC show, 90 Day Fiance. That's when people meet online, maybe they're on vacation. You fall in love with somebody from a foreign country, and they try to move to America to make your relationship work. On TLC, The Other Way, is the same situation. They meet online, they meet on a vacation or something like that. And these Americans are trying to go to other countries and make the relationship work. This shit is wild. Out, I love this damn show. You talk about drama on top of drama on top of drama, dog. I got to the point with last year, 2020, I officially would watch Nine Day Fiance or the other way instead of watching a Sunday night football game. No. That's how much I like this shit. Let me run through the couples of this year so y'all can see what I'm talking about. Drama! Okay, we're going to start off with the couple Jen and Rishi. Jen is from America and she goes to India because she meets Rishi in the hotel lobby. He's a model and everything. The reason why I'm struggling with this one is because this is an American, again, going to a foreign country and trying to impose the way we do things on them. With them, it's going, to, it's going to be the prearranged marriage. Rishi's parents have already got it set in their mind that they're going to get him a prearranged marriage. They're going to find a way for him. They're not studying an American, especially this old Jen. He hasn't told his parents shit. She's trying to force him to tell his parents shit. They stay going some they, they stay going through some bullshit. I am kind of pulling for them though. This is I am kind of pulling for them though. The second couple, and I can't stand this couple, is Nicole and Mahmood. Look, man, Nicole is from America, and she wants to go to Egypt, and I mean completely dismantled the way this man does things the way the the lifestyle is over there she doesn't like covering herself up which makes perfect sense because in america she does her own modeling and she does her own clothing line and she dresses a special kind of way in egypt they not trying to hear that bullshit, and they stay arguing i mean big time arguing and beefing over her dress code because my mood is under pressure my boy doesn't want to have a wife that doesn't go by the rules. Like over there, you can fuck around and get killed. You can't get killed in Egypt for, for, in, in Egypt for, not, for not dressing the right way. So he, had, he has a true concern and worry for her. But look, man, this couple I have said since they started out, they ain't gonna make it. These motherfuckers ain't gonna make it. No way. She needs to get back to America as soon as possible. Couple number three, Chris and Jamie. Now, Chris is from Alabama. Jamie is from Columbia. She takes her Alabama country ass down to Columbia. And look, man, the big thing with this one is gonna be, Chris shows up and has all type of fucking issues she has not told Jamie about. If I'm Jamie in Columbia, I want the American to take her ass back to America. She has a problem with her neck, like her neck was broken before in an accident or something like that, so she goes through expensive, i'm excruciating neck pain i can only imagine and i don't want to imagine and then after that she has a real big problem with the way that she eats she's a picky eater doesn't like to eat a lot of stuff you're in a brand new country you gotta get your mind open to a few things chris you really do and the last one her last health issue dog she has chris has narcolepsy which means she just falls asleep at random times in random spots, in random places. It's not about how much sleep she got the night before, it's an actual medical condition, narcolepsy. If I'm Jamie, I'm telling her ass to go back. This ain't the spot for you. Couple number, couple number four, Ooh, Debbie and Osama, Debbie is the American, She is trying to get to... She ends up moving to Morocco. She is 43 years younger than Osama. Say it again. My bad. 43 43 years years older. Not 43 years old. 43 years older. And he's like 24? So that means she's damn near 70. And they connected because... They connected because Osama loves her spirit. He loves the way she makes him feel like they they look kind of cute i mean they whatever man they look like they could make it but hell no how do you take your damn near 70 year old ass to morocco and think you're gonna live and do this farm life and do this shit that he does it is not going to work she's another one of the couple that i thought why the hell is she going there her son her son is a police officer in america Girl, you know he is dead set against it. He has been on camera several times. I don't want my mama to go. I don't know this dude. I don't trust this dude. I totally get it. I want my mama. I would not want my mother to go either. Couple number five, probably my favorite couple of the year. Now, I'm not. I'm not really in love with any of the any of the six couples on on this season number four. But couple number five is probably my favorite and that's because of Gabriel. Gabriel is a trans. He is converted from woman to man. He has all the equipment everything else is done. I mean I do not see the woman in him anywhere. I guess I can I guess I can say I can see the, the former girl in him at certain times. He makes certain faces does certain things like that jump shot. <sighs> wow but either way he's down in Columbia. He has his own line where he does he does underwear for people who are transitioning to men and underwear with a bulge in it to make, to make it look like it, to make it look like you have a penis that's what he does for a job he creates this he goes down to he goes down to columbia trying to find some new investors trying to find some new people to produce things for him trying to get supplies and whatnot and he meets up with isabel bone they connect isabel has kids the kids get along with gabriel the kids know Gabriel used to be a girl. They're not tripping at all because the because the communication, everything with them is just seems to be so damn good. Except it's Columbia, man. This is another one of the spots where parents have a huge influence on their kids' lives. And Isabel's parents are super duper religious. They're not down with that trans type. Like they're not down with that trans shit. And Isabel has already said, if my parents don't accept you i don't know if we can keep the relationship going wow this motherfucker has moved to columbia for you and your kids and you hit him up with that it's gonna be some wild ass shit i'm pulling for him i really am probably my favorite couple of, of the season but i do not have any good thoughts about this one either The last couple in this shit show of a season, and I really am serious, it's a shit show of a season. I don't think any of the six couples are going to make it, but the last one is Danielle and Johan. Danielle is a New York teacher. She's older than Johan. She met him on a vacation, fell in love with the cat. Dog, I swear this dude looks like he's about three feet taller than her. I mean, he looks like he is. Johan looks a solid three feet taller than her and she stays on his ass for saying he acts young and he lies and he makes mistakes she gets on him all the time for lies i mean little bitty shit meanwhile the entire time they have been dating and doing this online chit chat and building plans this man johan and his family think he is going to new york to make this thing happen he of course thinks that danielle is like rich or something and she ain't she is a public school teacher y'all know we are not rich at all but either way the cat thinks he is moving to america and when she comes back to dominican republic to see him to visit and everything she breaks the news to him no i never apply for your visa you're not going to america i'm going to move to dominican republic and be with you we're not going back to new york at all we are going to stay in dominican republic that rock that rocks this man's world i mean that rocks this man's world so at that point to me you can never ever call them out for lying about a damn thing that's the biggest lie of all the man thought he was coming to america but he's not and that is the shit show of what we call 90 day fiance the other way i love this show So here we go with the Gratitude Journal, swanging and banging on the ones and the twos. Allow me to reintroduce myself to you. I'm Kendrick Avant, your professor of gratitude, because all I'm ever going to do every single day is remind you to write down these stories of why you are grateful, that way you will have less negative thoughts. But, in this particular book, on the 11th day, it talks about the beginning of the Mohandas Gandhi quote. Positive thoughts lead to positive words. Positive words lead to positive behavior. Positive behavior leads to positive habits. And then if you go to the next page, positive habits lead to positive values, positive values, lead to a positive destination. Lead me to a positive destiny. All this actually tattooed across me as well. I showed y'all the tattoo last time. I wanna make this like an official. Kendrick shows tattoos every time. No, it's just, that is one of the quotes It helps, helps me currently rock through all this bullshit. Through the... Oh, that was terrible, okay. Number one. I drank over 50 ounces of water yesterday, and that is big because I finally had a bowel movement. Whenever I go to pee, it actually came out. I've been saying for the longest that the restroom is the worst part of everything I deal with. So anytime I have a good day, I've gotta stop and appreciate the fact that I have a good day. Trying to tell y'all, man, if you got the chronic illness, anything like the ulcerative colitis or all types of other stomachs. If you have the, if you are mobility impaired, mobility slow, whatever you want to call it. I just call it disabled as fuck. So, going back and forth to the bathroom, that is the worst part of life. And you deal with it every day. Oh, they in there for a long time. Oh, it just... Whole bunch of shit, a whole bunch of shit. So anytime you have a good day, that is that that is an immediate, that is an immediate story of gratitude. Immediate story. Gratitude number two. I folded up three baskets of clothes. I washed three baskets of clothes and since my wife speaks acts of service that's her love language acts of service then that should get her attention and that should get me some points i'm not going to be shy about it i appreciate my wife i love my wife i have a super big crush on her so when i found out that her that she speaks acts of acts of service when i understood and knew about love languages i knew i had to i knew i had to add that to my repertoire and that has made me a whole lot better communicator And that was something I used to always write about and be grateful for in the gratitude journal. So, boom. Folding up baskets of clothes, that's not my shit, that's not my shit. But, being disabled, I can't do a whole lot. So me doing little shit like that, cause everybody knows, it's like dishes and laundry never ever stop in the house. Especially if you got kids. Dishes and laundry never ever stop. And everybody's good for washing the clothes and leaving them suckers in baskets. Just baskets on top of baskets. Or you'll have one basket with, three, with, with, with two or three people's clothes in it. No, I got the baskets washed, folded, and I put them up. I did the whole trifecta. That's the story of gratitude. All right, number three, last one, last one. I'm getting used to this wheelchair, called this wheelchair Optimus Prime. I'm getting used to this wheelchair, and it has been a struggle. When something goes well, I've got to stop and give a story of gratitude about that. Now, the good thing about this wheelchair is the power of, bit, of, of Optimus Prime. I mean, this rascal is strong, dog. It rolls over doorways, it goes over stops, it collides and just keeps running over shit. And it flies up ramps with the, with, with the ease, with the quickness. It'll go up and down ramps, I mean, at regular speed, just like you are on a flat surface the whole time. So it flies up ramps and for the first time, I'm able to get outside in my backyard. First time in three years, I can get outside in the backyard even when I had the other wheelchair, it was like an act of God to get me out there it took it took the wife it it took all of the kids they had man it was it, it was a whole bunch of shit but with this big sucker in and out over the ramp over the down down the ramp I mean just went through everything so had to do a story of gratitude with that one and that was the reason why I can get outside to the backyard oh <laughs> you just don't know. I'm gonna sit outside, smoke, sit outside, listen to music, all types of shit. Well, they gotta put the dog up. I don't, I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't deal with dogs that way. They gotta put the dog up. But then I'm going outside to sit and chill. So you like story of gratitude, gratitude. I appreciate y'all for rocking with me. 1,000 thank yous. This will be released on my episode on Friday is the Friday episode of Mindset Over Bullshit University. Y'all be pretty. Stay grateful. You know your boy is going to salute you to the end. 1,000 thank yous. I am out.